Propulsion on the Spiritual Path Hello, this is Ibrahim Ansari and today I'm going to talk about the spiritual path itself and how we get on it and what to do once you're on it. So sometimes certain realizations or experiences propel us towards a spiritual path. Some of those propulsions and jet engines are things like, one, you realize you know nothing. Two, what you do know is so infinitesimal, it'll take just a minute to list them. Three, you have no power. Everything comes from somewhere else, and when you try to do something, or your personal will gets in the way. Five, you understand that this place, this planet, is a school. You've already learned a lot. Now it's time to articulate the lessons and figure out what and if you have learned. You're prideful. You think you are the center of the universe, and, you know, that's not right. You judge everyone. You think you're better than others, and that's not right. You think you know better, and you wish that would stop. Life isn't as fair as you wished or expected. You have heard that humility and sincerity are important, whatever they are. Everything is a paradox. Teachers don't know everything. You don't know who you are. And finally, crisis, physical, mental, or emotional breakdowns. So, Here you are, desperate enough, or courageous enough, curious enough, or confused enough to listen to this podcast by some fool who won't give you straightforward advice. And that's because the next steps you take are your own. Now, there's lots of shops and shopkeepers just waiting for you to wander through. Self-help books, guru talkers, who will be more than happy to take your money and point out ways for you to buy their special advanced spiritual methods. Be special in a special group. Learn to channel. Talk to the dead. Read auras or... Learn to manifest wealth. Now, any of those are a path. Just not the one you were expecting. And if they tell you that they know the path to make you rich and famous, well, that is a path, but it is not a spiritual path. That path is the opposite of what any of the great teachings or prophets taught. There is no perfection in this life. 
There is practice, and there's getting better, and there's learning how to learn from failure. But there is no perfect. There's no perfect being in this world, and everyone makes mistakes. There is no learning without mistakes and failure, because being human means to grow and learn. Learning means that it is important and vital that you make mistakes and fail. The point is that you must learn how to learn, how to go deep inside and reflect on what has happened to you these past years. What have you learned? How do you know what you know? In this case, I mean that gnosis of experience and knowledge that cannot be removed from your being. Unconditional love, a deep understanding about someone or something, not facts or opinions, the knowing that is part of you. Now, whether it was the answer to an important question, an experience, a person, love, a crisis, you were taken to the underground spring of unity and drank of the sacred water. Once that touches your tongue, once that divine wine enters you, there is no going back. You can only want more. No substitution will do. You may have tried. There are knowledgeable guides, but you should be aware that you, at the moment, are like a child. You're naive. You may think you know what's what, but that's really the dead part of you trying to resurrect itself and give itself meaning. And that self needs to stay far away. It's important to learn how to be wary and discriminating. There's no perfect being. The guides are just humans like you and have made mistakes and will make mistakes but their experiences will assist the traveler into those spiritual foreign parts. Now, once you begin this journey, you will discover it is the opposite of what you were taught. Everything will be upside down. For example, this is more about unlearning than it is about learning. It is about letting go of things and ideas rather than gathering and collecting facts, opinions, books, or teachers. To return to the knowing of your heart, you need to get everything else out of the way. One method of assessing whether a teacher, teaching, book, or information is useful 
is to give it the I test. Does it stress focusing on something greater than yourself? If so, that's usually a good thing. Or does it focus on you, making you the center of the universe? If so, that is generally not so helpful. The biggest problem that you will have is that you are the one in the way of yourself. That means your family, your culture, how you have adapted from experiences are like mud on you. Before you can even start to walk, this caked dirt must be cleaned off. That is one of the purposes of an established spiritual path like Sufism. Expectations is another stone that hampers you from moving forward. Learning how to see your expectations and reactions will remove a great deal of that mud as well. As humans, we live in a sea of paradoxes, and learning how to observe them and then trusting your inner guide to find a way to resolve them is also part of this path. Subtlety and paradoxes will continue to appear. Your job is to observe, enjoy when you can, and let go of expectations when you can. Rumi says, your task is not to seek love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you've built against it. Thanks for listening. This is Ibrahim Ansari. Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi Center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free. But it costs equipment, rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.